Welcome to Forever Exiled, a Path of Exile podcast. I am one of your hosts, Justin, aka Tags. And I'm Tyler, Wrecker of Days. Welcome to episode seven. This is, did you know that this is the, this is the episode. This is, this is where most podcasts (laughs) die. This is the death of the average podcast is on this episode. And you should see our notes for the future. We are, we are climbing the ranks. Doesn't matter if we have one person listening. We have notes for you all the way to episode 200. Yeah, I think we've, I think we've got the next 15 to 16 years planned out. Roughly. Easily. Easily. I think so. So how are you? Um, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, you? I'm good. I'm excited. I our, our last podcast was a lot of fun. The New Year's one. We then then we chilled out, had some fun for New Year's Eve, and now we're yeah, back at it. A, that's right. Some good feedback too. It's nice. Yeah. I remember when we went out earlier in the week, grabbing some pita pit and chatting about stuff. Normally, when we'd go out for a bite and just hang out, we all we would do is talk poe. But now. Now we can't talk POE. It sucks. That's one thing that sucks about the podcast is now if I talk about POE with you while you were just chatting, then I kind of ruin it for talking about it fresh on the podcast. So now we just stare at each other in, into each other's eyes and just wish we were talking about POE. I mean, we had at least the one benefit of The Witcher being on yes. Netflix so we could chat about that. Oh, but yeah, so good. So good. Yeah, normally it is all POE. So but that's good. It's good because then we get to do this instead. It's good mm-hmm. quality time. Pita pits just yeah. to fill my belly. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't really care to talk. It's kind of better. <laughs> no, I'd rather no, eat in silence, but. But so I guess that's the whole reason for the podcast, just so you can eat in silence instead of me just talking your ear that off. Was why, that was why time. I st- suggested we started it. So you would just be quiet during Pita Pit. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. How's your, um, how's your build coming? It's good. Jerk. So I'm doing spectral throw still in SSF. Right. Uh, it's gone. It's actually pretty fine. There's. I'd a few- like to congratulate you, sorry to interrupt, on making it so far on solo cell phone. Um, Justin typically caves within two seconds of playing for just needing his four link or needing a weapon or needing this. And I am very impressed. You have you've gone a long ways. What level are you? I'm 84. I'm still rocking. I mean, 84 is actually it, it has been slow just because of real life, but. I'm still on four links. I still do not have a, even a five link, which is pathetic. Uh, but it's totally changed the way that I play the game. And I've, it's actually been fun. I think that's part of the reason why it's made it fun. is just because it is uh, quite a different way to play the game. And I'm not getting stomped on. So it makes it still still fun to do. There are, you know, it's funny. The stuff that I'm struggling with is old stuff. So So clearing a legion is actually quite difficult. I can't do enough damage right now to really clear much of a legion when it shows up. And Alva is just a ginormous waste of my time right now. It is on so many builds, though. It's so poorly done with anything time-based really hurts a lot of different play styles. Yeah, I, it's not normally been like this for me with Alva, but she, I, I the, the temple's just, I can't kill the stuff fast enough. I can get the boss down like for you know which room i want to upgrade but it doesn't matter because i'm not connecting any rooms i can't i can't clear fast enough uh, to 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 gather keys and actually unlock any of the rooms so i've just given up i've stopped doing her for now i'm building up all of the map quests you know all the missions for her and maybe i'll do them later when i get some reasonable upgrades to gear and stuff Uh, it's weird to me though that that one's so so difficult especially when i'm doing metamorphs that are fully upgraded um clearing the atlas like i'm you know obviously not clearing them we'll talk about the atlas later but i'm you know getting up into the six and seven tiers currently uh well even a little bit higher than that but it's not uh it's not been super difficult on that end so it's weird to me that alva is the one that's kicking my butt Mm -hmm. how's yours you're what are you doing you're still playing what yeah, yeah, I'm still pushing through my Scion uh, Elemental Hit with Ballista Totem support, and I'm really liking it. I, um, For the sake of replying to guides, I uh, I normally like to do solo cell phone, but I'm not in solo cell phone. I like selling, but I don't like buying. Um, but I did buy a 5-link for an Alk, and uh, just to try and progress in terms of being able to reply with a little bit more relevance to my guides or to the guide replies and questions and comments. So I've been going and it's, I, I really like it. Um, there was a boss that I couldn't beat. Who was it? Who's the banner boss? 
Is it Drox? Oh yeah, you're talking about the new. I forgot the new yeah, name. In the Drox. new. Yeah, yes. I forget their new names. It is Drox. Um, I had a hard time beating him with uh, blue four link prior, and the five link that really doesn't benefit me very much uh, was was very simple. So I quite liked it. I'm progressing through. I'm, I'm scattered everywhere, trying to get as many maps as I can from Xana, and I'm anywhere from T, you know, T three. Still trying to clear all my T threes, get the bonuses all the way up to T ten. <laughs> you know, spending 15 elks today buying three maps from Xana just so I can get the bonuses. And yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying it. I th- I think it's doing well. I'm excited to try and find um, a mod that gives me a fifth ballista. I think that would be fantastic. Yeah, but I'm really enjoying it. I I think it's great. That's cool. And struggling with anything? I mean, you mentioned just the one new boss, but how's the rest um, of the content? Yeah, that was really gear related, though. Also, though, in terms of the boss fight, that was very unclear what I should have been doing with. And I'm sorry for those that are listening. I don't remember all of the boss boss names. There's one of the four bosses that happens in the game it's not a map boss it's one of the atlas bosses and i think it's drox but they have a whole bunch of banners that show up in the the boss arena is kind of like shaped in a cross or a t-shape it There's is a lot drox. Of banners and i just wasn't sure but the very first time i went in there i wasn't sure why there were certain stages of invulnerability and what i needed to do to get rid of it so that because i was doing low damage at the time the, the fight lasted forever but i i went back and i did it again and it was fantastic and so I'm looking to get good gear that actually complements the uh, the build. I'm looking forward to seeing what the damage is actually like. Yeah, it's fun when you get those pieces that make a difference. Yeah. So which do you remember which boss you started with on the Atlas? So the very first boss that I did was the... Oh, what's his name? Do you remember the damage Br- type? Bannon? Brannon? So the lightning? Yeah, the one that had those guys that were doing divine ire and the map and all that. Yeah. That was my first boss. Which one was yours? The same. Yeah, that was actually the same for me. And then I have I have not completed all of them yet. I think I still have one left to to have finally fought them all. You've done them all, right? I have. What's the what are the other two that you've done? Just so I don't give you spoiled details for the I one have you done Drox. And uh Drox for me with uh Spectral Throw with the way that I'm set up for boss fights is actually it was actually quite easy. Just because everything right in the center gets hit. So his banners did very little. And then I've done, uh, I think it's the Irie boss. That's uh, all ice. It's very similar to the oh, right, crab fight. Right. In Which a ti- fight? Tiny little circle. The crab. Mm, yes. Yep. Yeah, I quite. <laughs> I remember you were watching me do that fight. <laughs> and I don't pay attention to the challenges or the bonuses. I just like to play and I was... You know, like I make my one-handed builds, right? So that I don't have to button mash. And so I'm snacking with my left as I'm clicking with my right. And um, you informed me later on that I missed out on the challenge, not because I wasn't uh, surviving properly, but I missed out on the challenge of staying out of the whirlwind because I was snacking. Yeah, you could hear you eat a chip right as you ran through the hurricane or whatever (laughs) it is. (laughs) Yeah, oh well, maybe I'll do it again. Yeah, and so so far I've, they've been cool i mean we talked a little bit about the fact that it's kind of fun that you're fighting these end game bosses early that you will continue to fight into late game you know like that you will be just you'll be learning them better and you'll be fighting them in more difficult versions but you're understanding the mechanics and getting a chance to sort of see them versus like hey here's a tier 16 guardian that's going to take a dump on you until you you know figure out how the fight works yeah i felt it was one thing as a, as a guide writer you you see a lot of people's progress as they go through and ask questions and of course you know a very small percentage of people actually post and ask questions when they're doing guides but um previous to this end game I, it would be amazing how many people would be like okay i've been clearing t15s no problem um any suggestions for the minotaur you know what i mean because all of a sudden it's there and then you know if you don't have someone that understands the mechanics of the chimera or uh the phoenix the old the old guardian bosses they uh you just like you you'd have no experience you'd have to get there and you'd have to farm for the maps just to get used to them you know you'd have to do them white first just to try it you'd get six tries you'd die so i love this new concept of you're doing the battles 
in white maps. Then you're doing the battles in red maps. And yeah, it's getting harder, but I love that your new players are familiar with these battles on easier difficulties, and then it just progresses. I think it's a really good design. Yeah, it's very cool to get a chance to fight them where you have a reasonable chance of 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 fighting them and not being just crapped on and having to waste a, a you know especially a map that's really hard to get it's not the same in this case where you can you know your six portals you'll probably do it when you're fighting them in the white versions yeah yeah i'm i'm think it's really cool and i mean you can balance it too right because you can control the atlas in a certain way so it's not like you you're forced to do the more difficult versions as you come so it's pretty cool it is cool having that much control over it so one of the things we were chatting about was the fact that you now can uh, fight the boss too at the end which was not the same when elder was introduced so you would you would do the map and elder would suck up the life of you know his the guardian or him would suck up the life whereas this they actually let you complete the map still yeah fight it and i i actually really like that because it always felt i you know what i think the reason that it used to bother me with elder wasn't so much that i didn't like the fact that elder or his guardian was sucking it up it was the fact that i was always stupid and i would always load into the boss area and blow cooldowns or flasks or something and then realize ah crap that's right he's not even i can't even fight him i gotta wait and go into another portal and do it again yeah yeah I, I like it because I think it's a lot harder. You know what I mean? Like you could be using up portals trying to beat the map boss and then you still have to go and do the normal boss. Mm. Right. I love that extra added amount of difficulty, especially because some of these boss fights are in lower tiers now as you're starting to progress. So I, I like both aspects. I like your point and I like that it's a lot more difficult as well. It's uh, Do you think you'll like that in tier 15s and 16s? I think it's part of the game and I absolutely love that it's more difficult. Just the concept of the game makes it so that you need to be good with this boss. If you're not familiar with this next boss, you know what I mean? Like you have six portals for the entire thing. I just, I really like it. I really like when it. When you did the, the eerie or eerie one, the one that has the hurricanes that you have to stay inside the circle of leading up to her, did you have to fight the crab boss? Do you remember? No, it was not the crab boss. Okay, I felt like they were just slapping me in the face by making me do an annoying boss that has a a really annoying uh, phases and invulnerability, and mm-hmm. then they made me go do the exact same set. Thankfully, that this new guardian doesn't get the invulnerable phases, but yeah, I just I was like, oh come on, like I really have to do this and then go on to that fight. Well, you remember the crab boss used to have a bug at the beginning of one of the previous leagues where last it was league. basically invulnerable. Was it just last league? It was. It was, it was last invulnerable. League. It was not only was it invulnerable, but it would not lose its area of effect damage over time. So it would just keep that electrical static yeah. thing around it. Every time I fought it this league, it keeps the spinning circle that goes around it, but it doesn't seem to be invulnerable. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. So I don't know if that's an intended change or if that was a mistake like they did previously, but you just reminded me of it when you were talking about your, your path. Yeah. So a uh, uh, kind of on the topic of the whole elder guardian sucking things up and uh, now you don't have to do that and you fight the bosses. So uh, there was a comment made to me the other day that actually kind of stuck out. And it was that for someone who's played the game prior to this expansion, but maybe never reached endgame. So they never got to that point of fighting Guardian or they never or the Guardians or Shaper or Elder. Maybe they just hadn't progressed far enough, had a build that could take them through that or whatever the case may be. But they played through the game and they never got a chance to get to the end game where they would experience the fighting of Shaper, fighting Shaper's Guardians, working your way up to Elder, getting through Elder's Guardians and how the map and the, the influence would spread. And then finally going on to fighting uber elder that if you were one of those people and now we have conquerors of the atlas have you lost out on the fact that you don't get to play the storyline anymore of xana helping you work through the uh, map and the atlas and trying to chase down shaper finding out who shaper is and trying to deal with shaper and then leading into elder like that's all gone that you know that lore sort of storyline behind it doesn't exist anymore it, it was actually a good point i hadn't really thought of it because i've done it so much but 
To a new player coming in, I don't know that it would matter, but I was a little curious for a player who's maybe played for a while. Does that affect them, do you think? Yeah, I don't know. I've, I unfortunately for that, I've, I've never, not that it's not good. I've just fallen in love with games that you don't have to pay attention to lore, you know, like dark souls. You just keep playing through. If you want to pay attention to the world and the notes you can, but, and so when I got into POE, it was this exact same love of it. I just want to go and kill stuff. So even though they actually do put a lot of effort into their lore, I've never paid attention to it. And I've been wondering the same thing, you know, you never got to end game but it's obviously a turning point for how this this specific story is translated and how it works, right? They're directly connected, but there's no... I'm curious if you were brand new, if there's a segue, right? Like, I wonder, did they change dialogue or other things you can click on in the campaign, you know, that talk about it and explain it? Right, because it kind of... If I'm thinking of Endgame now, Shaper and Elder kind of seem like uh an alva or a breach or a it's siri it's like an extra thing and it's siri exactly it's like an extra thing that you can do but it doesn't really have a whole lot of impact on the story behind the game because again i'm not a huge person into lore either but from just in what i've understood from playing so far and listening to them talk there is mention of the elder but you don't really understand Again, this may just be me, though, why, you know, Xana had trapped the people in there and why the Shaper was being attacked by the Elder and, you know, like all the stuff that was Endgame up until this league, it doesn't seem like it exists anymore. And if I was the new player, the same way that I like to play the games, which is the same way you do, I probably wouldn't care. It wouldn't bother me at all because that's just, that's what it is and I'm going to play it and it's going to be awesome. But if I had played up until this point and never reached that point you know if somebody maybe the last two leagues was their first leagues and they just never have gotten to that point before i'm curious if they feel kind of jaded that they missed out on it or if they're going okay well this is just what the new end game is and will probably be i I imagine for the foreseeable future i mean they don't change end game to this degree very often and you know it's one of the things we chatted about was does this extend into poe2 you know is this is this the atlas that kind of carries through? I would imagine it has to. It's POE too. I would, it would, yeah. Like for them to change Endgame again? That would be my assumption. It'd be interesting to see, right? I mean, for to, to go back to the previous point there, if there's anybody that's listening that does pay attention to lore, or if there's somebody that has gotten to, you know, the red maps of Endgame in this atlas and you never killed shaper for anyone listening feel free to let us know on our uh, episode 7 post on reddit or on twitter let us know what you think about it because we'd like to know because as as mentioned both justin and i uh i guess wish we have but we've never really paid attention to the lore in terms of poe2 though like you said they never really change it so i'm curious how much of this ties in you know, like what they might be leaving out right now, how much of it will tie into the arc of the POE2 campaign. Right, because uh, just think, I mean, I'm, there's no way I'm going to be completely accurate saying this, but even looking back to when 3.0 was announced and released, the even when Elder was introduced to the game, that wasn't end game changing. The Atlas, besides the fact that maps rearranged, it it almost was a copy of Shaper and that Shaper's influence now could become Elder's influence. There were still four more Guardians. Like, there wasn't, there was no real big change to Endgame. It was an addition. Right. Whereas this one is completely different, entirely changing the Endgame. And we've gone a very, very long time with the previous version of Endgame. I can't see within a year them all of a sudden swapping it again. If it was two, three years, I, maybe my guess would be 50-50, but this seems to be like it'll be. Maybe they'll change it, right? But I don't know. It seems it seems so perfectly interactive, um, customizable, that it's... I, though, then again, it was hard to imagine that something like PoE2 could exist. It was hard to imagine that they could do something like this to the Atlas, so it's not like imagination's an issue for them, but... It's hard for me to imagine that it could get much better than this, that they have a plan for 2021 that's going to actually replace this. 
this just seems so so neat in comparison to what we've had. I, I could, it could be like an elder type edition, but to be a complete rework would be. I, I just don't see it. I imagine this is probably what carries into POE two, which uh, then does that. I'm really curious to see again how they tie. I get, how does everything tie in? Is there a lore tie in to the two different stories if the end game is still the same? Yeah, I'd be curious because there's a timeline jump, right? Mm-hmm. About how the world's changed, and you know this happened a while ago i think it was i forget what they said anyway I've, I've for a long time i've wanted to do a lore playthrough and then every time i go to start a new character i remember that i wanted to do a lore playthrough when i'm in act seven or eight but i've just been blitzing through what would a lore playthrough mean to you does that mean reading everything yeah yeah i want to go through and i mean a lore playthrough i guess would technically be with all characters right because there's different dialogue that happens but i'd probably just do it with one and then read the wiki dialogue for the other six characters but six right no nine whatever anyway i'd uh, I'd like to do that and i'd like to click you know find all those scrolls that you click on and they talk as you're progressing i'd like to listen to them and you know read some of the comments and yeah i I think it'd be kind of cool i'd like to actually know the lore well like to order the graphic novels they have on their website read every page <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i wonder if that's going to expand when poe2 comes out with the new uh ascendancies maybe not you know i think that was like the, the only thing that i didn't buy when we were in new zealand was their book they had a an art book for for poe hmm. yeah so cool. we had somebody mention to us about atlas how atlas works and how, you know if we had any feedback or updates on how we found it or what we thought about it. So the one thing is we're still relatively new to this league. Like, you know, we're what, three weeks in it's for not typical for me to be where I am. I I feel like normally I'd be way further into the Atlas than I am. Normally you burnt out by like you're, you're burning out about a month or a month and a half in. So you're, you're well onto your third character by now. Yeah. So I've actually enjoyed it, but I do have, you know, there were a couple points that I, I, I made notes of and, you know, a couple cool things that I've noticed and that, you know, you and I've chatted with. So I'm just going to start really simple. So for the most part, maps, it looks like still drop exactly the same. They're dropping to connected maps. If you run a map that's connected to another map that you haven't discovered, they're going to drop through that through that method. They have a it, chance of dropping. That's, that's right. Uh, it seems from what I understand, the only difference is metamorphs and Itziri can drop unconnected maps. So if you do a metamorph and you add on uh, additional maps, those ones that have dropped that I've seen as well are not always ones that are connected to ones that you have, which is cool because that to me seems like a very, very valuable mod. I think I've picked it every time. If it drops <laughs> and additional for those maps. that are new to the game, Xana also does that. The maps she offers and then the maps that drop within her maps in a map are also completely random and don't have to be connected. But you say you were saying you you select every every map mod? Every time that Metamorph gives me the option to drop maps, I've been taking it. So Yeah, that's my primary one as well. Gotta get those bonuses. Yeah. And so the drop the drop rules have been are very similar. So white Mobs are still dropping the current tier and below. So if I'm doing a tier five, it's only going to drop five, four, three, two, and one. Uh, they did make a change though. So blue and yellows can now drop the current tier and below plus one tier. So if I'm doing tier You're five, mobs, right? Yeah, sorry, rares and magic. So it used to be that magics could, uh, sorry, rares used to be able to drop plus two, but they're now the same as magic. So magic and rare can only drop the current tier plus one and below so if i'm doing fives they can drop six and down and bosses and the metamorphs can drop the current tier plus two so it's very very similar to how it used to always be the only difference now is rares the yellow mobs they can't drop a plus two map anymore like they used to be able to well that's you know though that there's a lot they changed the kind of the density of 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 enemies it seems there's a lot more rares than there used to be i've noticed in the campaign and everywhere there's rares everywhere so i guess that kind of makes sense in maps and then of course being a metamorph league kind of makes you think that they're going to keep metamorph if they're going to have that many unique enemies right to balance out the types of maps that are dropping Mm -hmm. and so the one of the other new things that they've added with this expansion obviously is the whole conquerors of the atlas which has added these citadels now 
that kind of unlock when you the way that from what i understand they unlock is when you beat the third map of a region that's when you get this portal to xana to sort of go through now the one thing i haven't actually tested because i'm a little scared to test it and i think i'm past that point now is do you have to go through that portal and speak to xana because what happens is the portal pops up you walk into the portal nothing happens when you first walk in the portal but as soon as you move you get the notification that this citadel and this region has been unlocked what if you didn't what if you just okay xana popped up portals there and i'm bouncing and i'm out if you don't go in the exact same thing, I'm just scared to test it. Cause I don't, yeah, want, I don't want to test it. No, no way. So hopefully maybe somebody's tested it. I don't really know. I imagine it must still unlock. That would just be really, really unfortunate if it didn't. Cause you, if that was the case, just imagine if that's yeah, the case, yeah. you could actually play the entire Atlas and never unlock a Citadel. Mm-hmm. Well, in her new portal that they added a, a league or two ago, it blends in. There's some times where, like, with all the stuff that's sure. dropped. Yeah, I, don't, I, I didn't see it. I, I'm pretty sure I missed one, but I'm not sure. And I don't want to go back and try. No, I, I won't be the one to test it. So hopefully somebody else has tested it. <laughs> yeah, but not for our sake. <laughs> and just they can if just you've already us. done it. Don't, yeah. don't screw yourself. Well, I'm all right us. if you do. Just for science for science let us know (laughs) for the greater good that's right so when you when you do now go through these uh uh when you they unlock the citadels which allow you to um continue with maps in that region and you will eventually unlock the the uh the guardian for that area uh the way that it works from my understanding again is when you load the map it's actually kind of cool when you load the map the region that that map is part of pulses if you watch the atlas while you load the map, you'll actually see a pulse go through the region that you're in. And apparently, from what I understand, that there's a chance that the boss can spawn during that process. When the boss spawns, you can speak to, I think it was a Kirik, that the new guy's name? I, uh, I, I don't know. Like the he's, the, he's, he's the one dude in, in your base, hopefully, that you've brought to your base. But uh, you speak to him and then you speak to Xana and she gives you the option to go fight the boss uh you basically have to clear the map that she gives you seems to be just a white version of the map like there's no uh, there's no noticeable modifiers to that map that you run that is true i haven't even noticed that that's right i I was curious because you can't hit tab and see any modifiers at all it doesn't actually show you any map information Mm -hmm. i do like that though that there's not actually a map for the guardian well yeah because at least she doesn't say like hey go do waterways and you're like well damn it i don't have any waterways and now you're stuck trying to farm up some waterways uh like you used to have to do with elder guardians right so it is really nice that, that she just one. that's right uh and so when you fight them you get a watchstone which i, I know we'll chat about in a little bit because you weren't a big <laughs> fan of watchstones and filters but for the sake of the current conversation they'll drop a watchstone assuming that your filter's working correctly and uh the watchstone i don't know what you're talking about but yeah obviously it would work (laughs) we'll reference this later and (laughs) uh so watchstones one cool thing is that they it's just a little ball it just you know goes into your inventory but they added now a storage area to the atlas which is really cool like that whole storage side on the left yeah and for those of you who didn't know all those squares you see in your atlas after you've unlocked your first watchstone all these squares show up on the left side of your atlas and that's actually that's not where you socket your watchstones for them to influence the map that's where you can just store them so they don't take up inventory space yeah and they each have their own specific spot so you i love that you can still control click them and they'll go straight to the box that they're supposed to it does highlight if you mouse over it but the fact that I can just control click and it goes in is is awesome. And then the watchstones can be socketed now into the citadels that you've got, which obviously has an impact on the maps within that region. It unlocks other maps. It changes the tier of the maps within that region. And those watchstones can actually be moved to any citadel. So they, they're not specific to which citadel they can be used on, which is great because you can actually move it around all the time. Uh, once you have... Once you have all four watchstones into a single citadel you there's a icon in the middle of the atlas and uh it you get like it's based on a number it's how many citadels are currently full 
So if I fill in one full citadel, I'll see this little shield icon in the middle of my atlas that lets me know I have one current citadel uh, active. From what I understand, once you have four citadels fully loaded, that's how you can spawn the Awakener. Don't know a whole lot about it because I have not gotten that far. So I don't want to say anything with regards to being wrong about something. But that's my understanding is once you have four of these citadels fully loaded, you can uh, you can do it. However, when you hit... so. I mean, we've both noticed it because we've been able to do these conquers so far quite easily and that they spawn quite rel- you know, quite often when you're doing the maps within that zone. It sounds like there might be some sort of soft cap at 16 watchstones. So once you've unlocked your 16th watchstone, which is essentially the ability to have four fully loaded citadels, right? apparently the spawn rate drops drastically for, the, for these new guardians to spawn. After oh that. really yeah almost like like 30 20 to 30 percent less often which is pretty substantial again i don't really know the numbers but from what i've read and from uh chatting with other people it sounds like that spawn rate of them is very very low after you've gotten that 16th watchstone so interesting i'm only at four yeah yeah exactly i, wish, I'm not even- I really wish i could have been going faster for the sake of the podcast but it's the christmas season Ah, it's fine. I, I'm 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 enjoying the game. So if that means we're a little bit behind in chatting about stuff, that's fine. Not everybody is pounding through the atlas and has mm-hmm. everything finished and those jerks with the new portal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I saw I saw a video of it. It looks awesome. Uh, so oh, yeah. did you see how map selling works now? Map selling works now. No, so I haven't done any. I've only been buying from Zen. I haven't bothered. Uh, I don't. I don't have that kind of map quantity yet. Get out of here. Uh, which is weird because I found maps dropping like candy. I love it. I have had oh, so my many goodness. maps. Isn't it great? Yeah. But so in the past, what it used to do is you would sell three maps, and it would give you one map of a of one of the maps that was connected to it. So if it was only connected to one higher tier, it was always the same. So if I sold three channels, I always knew what I was going to get from that sale it doesn't work that way now so now if i have three love that map by the way channel Ch- chanel so if i have three <laughs> maps now and uh it's almost okay this is kind of a, a weird way to try and explain it it's almost like every single individual map you have has its own identifier every single channel has its own identifier for what map that is like its own id for that specific drop that dropped. And when I go to sell three channels, what I'm going to get is a random map from within the same region. Hmm. But wait, when I say random, it's not actually really random. It seems to be the combination of the IDs. So let's say you took four channels. Yep. And I took my first three channels and I went to sell them. I'm going to get I'm, something's going to show up in there within the region that I can buy. But if I take out one of those channels and put in that fourth channel, it's actually going to change what my result Mm. is. That kind of makes it easier. It does. It makes it quite a bit easier as long as you're buying within your region. As long as you're trying to get a map within the region, if you have at least five or six of a specific map, there's almost no way that you won't get a map within the region. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I really really like it. So. The, for currently where we sit in the atlas that's sort of my understanding the way i played the atlas so far is i just expanded as much as i could i've been running as many of the white maps just to try and i don't know i don't even know if it's a good way to do it but it makes me feel better to kind of open up the atlas and get a chance to see it and i have done quite a few maps that i can't see just through xana and through other stuff but yeah that's sort of the that's sort of the overall view that i currently have for atlas interesting that's cool my um my my strategy has been my old school strategy i like you i don't know if it's it's beneficial for this current setup so we'll find out after we've spent some time but i it's always my goal to clear all the t1s i want the bonuses and all the t1s once i have that i do t2s if i don't have my t1s done and i can't find any of the maps I'll do T2s, 3s, and 4s until I find that. But then I go back and I make sure that I'm cleared T1s and T2s and get all the bonuses. And so I'm working my way up. And then as I unlock watchstones, I'm just spreading them out one by one. Right now, I'm not making one area, loading it with four watchstones. I'm just keeping it balanced. I don't know if that's beneficial or not. 
have you okay so sorry to interrupt but have you noticed if you take one of the watchstones so let's say you have a green watchstone and you place it into one of the citadels for a region if you mouse over the storage area on the left hand side of the atlas it will actually tell you how many watchstones do you need to be socketed into that area to unlock another watchstone so you will eventually get to the point where in order for you to unlock the next watchstone you have to have all three socketed in you have oh. to check it out next time when you go there because if you mouse over on the left hand side of the atlas you'll actually see within the four boxes if you mouse over it it will say let's say you have green already it's going to say zero because you already have it but the red one for example is going to say one one watchstone required i can't remember the exact oh, verbiage okay. of it but yeah so it seems like in order to get more watchstones you're just going to have to slowly upgrade the citadels do the maps huh and then get them to spawn again i wonder how that translates into what the quest says i have barely paid attention to the quest wording on the right hand side i've just been killing stuff and trying to level the quest wording's kind of unique it'll say discover new maps in a region and then it'll also say search other areas so it kind of gives you vague specifics as to how to go about like if you need to do new maps in a very specific area or if you need to just move on to the different areas i kind of liked it i figured it out i figured it out pretty quick but it seemed vague and it was kind of neat huh it's interesting okay so we we had a chance you know, chat about the Atlas. And one of the things obviously was the watchstone. So we may as well get to this first off before we, <laughs> before we actually get deep into it though, how's, how's your ranking? Where's, where's your position know. right now? Oh, come on. No, these things. You, I'm sure you have one of those like counters on your desk, like a digital one. that's like telling you <laughs> no. what place you're in. I have my filters bookmarked so I can edit them quickly. Give me, give me two secs. But you give don't know. No, no, that's fine. I'm checking. So you're currently at eight. <laughs> Eighth and tenth. Oh, just good. Eight and tenth. Yep. What's what's tenth? All setup filter. Oh well. Whoa, man, that one's moving up. Moving on up. Nice. I'm you're, gonna make a big change to it soon. You have. You need one more to be at thirteen hundred for your number eight. Well, you could follow it. Yeah, I could. <laughs> you could bump me to the milestone of thirteen hundred. I think. I think I already follow it. Oh man, that's got to be annoying for you. Hey, every time you load your game, you have my filter sitting there in your list. I don't ever look. Hmm. Yeah. So anyway, you're Thanks you're your help. you're doing awesome. You're at uh, you're at twelve ninety nine eighth place. So how uh, I I know filters <laughs> is your thing. You're so weird with these things. You love them. So give They're it fantastic. to me. Fantastic. All right. So there were a couple things here. Where did it go? Oh, I got rid of it. Let's see here. So I was playing through one of my boss battles, and this is as I'm discovering kind of that thing that you mentioned regarding. You know, is it is there a point like there's this little portal all of a sudden after a boss battle and then I, I, I maybe I missed previously, maybe I didn't. I click on it and then there's Xana, right? And I go to this area and there's Xana and a watchstone. But then there's nothing else, right? And I'm like holding down alt, you know, I'm making sure that I didn't miss anything. I'm like, why what am I doing here? Sure. You didn't notice the big thing that popped up and said it unlocked? <clears throat> no, I'm busy doing stuff. I'm killing, I'm surviving, I'm like freaking out with you know, flash. Sure. I just want to point out at that point, there's nothing else happening because you've gone into the portal. <laughs> right. But I don't know. The, like, anyway, I don't know. This is I the first it. time sure. I'm going through it's it. It's excitement. So, anyway, and I go through and then I'm going and I'm doing another boss and I know it's a big boss and I've kind of heard of the watchstone thing and I'm figuring that that's where they come from. So the boss drops nothing Nothing good. It was just like all these crappy yellow items that I'm probably not going to pick up. So I double check. I hold alt and there's a watchstone. Watchstones weren't in my filters. But here's the thing. When you go to the path of exile, you know that a couple, what is it? Two days, the day before they launch a league, they come out with their item filter JSON information. And then they also have the, um, <laughs> what, what? You preface that with, you know how. No, I don't. I don't know that they come up with their item filter, Jason. No, nobody knows that. <laughs> There's like four people that play it's, this it's, entire game that know that. No. Okay. You know what? I'm bringing it up right now. That's come on. So they release no. this spectacular file. Go on. And well, no, they have it there. It's just described. And then they'll have a small little blurb about the additions to the filter. Sure. Right. So it'll say, okay, uh, watch stones. And then it'll say quest item. It'll say, 
I don't know, like these, I mean, there was an insane amount of information this time around because they added so many different influence types and different types of maps and, you know, that kind of stuff here. Where is it? Patch notes, item filter, and passive tree. So they'll have like a metamorph brain, right? And then it's under metamorph samples. So if you wanted to just do metamorph samples instead of specific brains or eyes in your filter to look differently, you can categorize it like that, right? They had all the catalysts as stackable currency. All the different fragments, all the awakening gems. It was a huge one. And under that is, or are, under quest items, it's watchstones. And so for quest items, I had them all showing up as as a certain color and as a certain thing, and they didn't show up. And so I had to write a bug, a bug report. I hope it's a bug. I feel like that's your favorite thing to do, though. At the very top of my filter is quest items. That's the very first thing. I don't want that to get overridden by anything. And it's supposed to show up in nice, big, green text, all my quest items, and they didn't show up. So I had to manually, specifically, type out crimson, cobalt, viridian, and golden watchstones and have them at the top as well as all quest items. So I was pretty choked. I hope I didn't miss anything. I don't think I did. I'm sure I could just go to Xana if I left it down on the ground. But that was that was a big deal for me. I was like, man, that's a that's an oversight in the filter. So I'm curious, did that if that affected people that are using those poor 1,300 people? <laughs> you know what? I think it did. One of the people that uh, watches me on my broadcast when I was they they do one of my builds as well and. As I was going through and discovering this while I'm broadcasting, um, they're like, no, no, it doesn't, uh, they don't show up. You could just get it from Xana. Oh, so, so you thinking, can at least okay. get it from Xana? Okay. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, if you were sure. to. Yeah. What were those you, things? You know, the upgrading? Yeah. I do remember. What yeah. uh, my power went out when I was doing some filter testing, and it was while my watchstone was on the ground. And then the game, of course, cuts out. So when the power came back on and I reloaded the game, it was there with Xana. So that was nice. But it made me feel bad because that specific individual thought that Watchstones only showed up from Xana. But they were supposed to be picked up. I mean, it doesn't really matter, but you know about them more if you pick them up. So it was interesting. So I started going through everything and um, started redoing my filters, of course, because I needed to see if there were other errors that weren't happening. And I discovered that the... Sounds that are in the game naturally, but they don't use in the default filter for chaos orbs, blessed orbs. What do they have for exalts and uh, like the mirror of Calandra? Mm-hmm. You know, they'll have a sound instead of just ding for chaos. They'll have like, what, I think it's the shaper's voice. He goes chaos orb. And when they first released these filters with the website, unless I made a mistake, which is obviously impossible, mm-hmm. I they they weren't activated. And then when I started going through, because of this watchstone bug, when I started going through my filters again, I just figured I'd check it again. I didn't think it'd be working at all, and they did. So those Chaos Orb, Exalted Orb, the Mirror of Calandra, all those cool things I can now put into my guides. And so it made me want to completely revamp my guide, and now I'm totally customizing it. Now, when you say guide, you mean... Oh, sorry, no, filter, filter, filter. So anyway, thank you for that. Cool. I uh, so I'm redoing my filter. Yeah, it's gonna be sexy. It's gonna say chaos orb, and it's gonna show watchstones. Well, at least it's gonna have watchstones. That's <laughs> kind perk. of important. It's a perk. You, yeah, five extra dollars for the watchstone edition. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's uh, that's my story. Sort of bore everyone except for the three people besides me that like filters, but I was surprised that the watchstones, even though they're categorized as a quest item, weren't showing as a quest item. So was there any um, response to your bug report or did, did it just all of a sudden get fixed? No, it, uh, well, I mean, I won't know if it gets fixed because I'm keeping the, I'll oh, find out, it out in three, yeah, I'll like keep it in three, one, in 3.10. I'll, I'll test it out again, but um, they just posted something yesterday, I think it was, that said um, they have a huge list of things they're working on, but they're waiting until all the devs are back in the office once the skeleton crew has been relieved. And uh, then they'll give us a huge thing of what's coming up. So I'm hoping that that'll be on that list of bug fixes. Mm. Just just for the sake of my my faith in doing the 3.10 filter and not having to worry about some of those basics. Phew. Mm-hmm. So then the end. at that point, you'll start to skyrocket above 1300. <laughs> what's the see, goal? That's what's holding me back. That, yeah. Watch out. Never sink. That's, that's right. what was holding me back. 
yeah, it's you're in trouble now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I found I found two fun tips with regards to maps and atlas that I thought were kind of cool that you and I I don't I know quite often if I'm trying to figure out if I've done a map what tends to happen is I hit G and I type it at the top right to figure out yep. like have I done this map or whatever but yep. you can you can right click on maps in your inventory while you have the atlas open so you can actually do two things you can mouse over it and it will actually start to flash the map on the atlas so if you have G to open right. up the map and I to open up inventory Mousing over the map will sh- sort of flash it, but if you right-click it, it will actually zoom uh, right into the atlas. That's really cool. I didn't know cool. that. Yeah, and you can, uh, I think you can do it from the stash as well, which is really cool. The fact that you can see... Oh, you mean you right-click from your inventory with your map stash open? Yeah, so you can, you can, uh, you, you, you hold left on the stash and then press G. That way you haven't clicked on the stash. And then let oh, go okay. of left click, which will give you the stash and the atlas at the same time. That's really cool. Yeah. I thought that was pretty mm, fun. Sorry, console players. That's not for us, but that's really cool. Yeah, no. All of this stuff is for PC players. <laughs> PC glory. That's really neat. I'll, I'll, I'll be right clicking like crazy coming up. Yeah, you have to try it out. It, it's pretty cool. It saves you a bit of time because mm-hmm. I quite often have to type stuff. So I thought yeah. it was fun. One interesting thing we didn't touch on, though, but that does bring it up, is how many times I'm trying to see if I've done a map or not, mm-hmm. but it's not revealed with the watchstones yet. Yeah. So I have no idea, and I don't know where it would be located and how I'd have to click. And the only way to find out is if you've paid for the map stash tab. Because on the map stash tab, it shows you if you've done the bonuses or not. Now, of course, uh, that's something I'm going to get. It's not something everyone's going to get, but I thought that was, uh, that was interesting. Otherwise, I wonder yeah, if they're going to come. Go ahead. Your only way to see it otherwise is to socket a watchstone and into yeah. one of the random citadels until you find it. Yeah, if mm-hmm. only one watchstone unlocks it. So yeah, right, I wonder if there's going to be a different process coming up. Nope. Buy the map tab. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Spend some money. Is there any other things that you've been really liking or not liking so far? Well, there's... I, it's not liking or disliking. There's one thing I don't, maybe it's just me. I my my resists are capped and everything, but I found the ailments that are on the ground a lot more destructive, like burning ground. I feel like I have negative resists to fire when I'm on burning ground. Well, from bosses anyway, and like the metamorph and it, it just seems so strong. And I keep looking every time I'm doing one of those battles. I'm like, Oh my goodness, what's going on? Did I switch my gear and not pay attention? And no, I'm, I'm, I'm at 75, I'm overcapped, and the burning ground's just stuff. And so I kind of like that. It's really put a big value to some of the Pantheon stuff that's there, right? Like reduced, sure. I started focusing instead of my favorites, which go about movement speed or physical damage reduction. I went with the chaos reduction ones this time around because I didn't want to focus. Chaos is kind of hard to cap when you're solo self-founding right off the bat, especially when you're trying to find some damage. And so I'm going with that. But I normally like doing the, the small pantheon. I forget what the proper term is, but the small boss pantheon for walking around on burning ground so that doesn't impact me. And I'm really noticing a big change. It is really strong. The one thing I've noticed the most is on the metamorph bosses where some sort of degen is put onto the ground. Uh, sometimes it can be wickedly fast. Like it can, it can degen. I, I don't know if you're, it seems like it's chaos based, but it's hard to tell for sure just because there's so much happening on those fights. But I have noticed that if I don't get my ass out of there real quick, sometimes with some sort of dash or something, the degen goes really, really fast, which is cool. I would rather not play something where I can just stand still the whole time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, and then with the metamorph bosses, the fact now that you have so much control over the drops has been one of probably one of my favorite things. I feel like I'm actually, they're worth fighting just because I can target stuff. Oh, it's so everything about metamorph is fantastic. Honestly, I I love that too. I, my list is what, what, what do I have? I have, maps are always the first i don't care how hard or easy the boss is i'm picking maps i'll i'll make the boss last half an hour if it's all going to be map drops that's fantastic currency is always a big deal for me um rare weapons because i'm still trying to find that sweet bow that's worth crafting a five or six link on well five link <laughs> yeah because i have 1500 fusings and and then oh i really like incubators love that that's just exciting seeing that progress bar move come on 
for those spreadsheet lovers seeing that progress bar move that's amazing i've had more incubators in this league than <laughs> in any league ever like i actually have incubate you're way more i have incubators <laughs> waiting in my stash for the current ones i've never had that before no it's awesome oh i love it well, it's so yeah. much more fun it is and then is. yeah i don't even care if i'm going to use it or not yeah. i just think it's great that i'm just it's loading up i'm killing yeah. stuff i see the oh man progress bar is the best yep just makes it more yeah. fun yeah for sure uh it, i think it's doing really well the only thing that is missing and i'm hoping <laughs> that ggg takes my advice uh, here now we have monster parts being sucked up beautiful freaking <laughs> beautiful i don't have to pick up the stupid monster parts love it yeah the one thing that I thought of, and I think I mentioned this to you. I'll never, I'll never be able to guess. So what that said to me was that the technology exists. We know they know how to do it. Suck up the portals and wisdom scrolls. Don't make yeah. me pick them up. Just <laughs> no, let me always have one or 40 or a thousand. I yeah. just, especially now that yeah, I'm in have a cap for your, for your current inventory while you're running around, but auto pick them up. I don't want to pick them up. Yeah. That, well, you said that would be, you were telling, who was it? Was it ETH that you were saying that the one thing that's going to kick you out of Solo Cell Found is needing to buy Portal and Wisdom Scrolls because you're so tired of picking them up? I've had, I have 400 Wisdom Scrolls. I've never had 400 Wisdom Scrolls before. <laughs> no, ever. I normally sell you them. Exactly. <laughs> I'm always buying them, but I'm well, terrified I've got a to stash run out. for when you convert. I got a stash waiting for you. Well, I've got currency to do nothing with currently in Solo Cell Found. So. <laughs> I'm gonna be hey, rich once I leave. You had an exalt drop in solo cell phone. Congratulations! Yep, you can use it for what they're for now. It's just sitting there beside my mirror. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love to see that. Do you want to know what they look like? I can take a screenshot for you. We've had this conversation. I want to see a PC mirror. <laughs> Mirrors that drop via console, uh, they don't count. Sorry, I got it on YouTube. The drop, and unfortunately for everybody that was watching or that has seen it i was also speaking while broadcasting when i was when it dropped and i sound like a fool um but uh it dropped yeah it just dropped. keep unfortunately mind. not with the mirror of calandra right. voice but and it, it was also on xbox so it doesn't it's like worth four or five wisdom scrolls <laughs> roughly oh uh, no so. i used to have my uh currency stash tab um public so that i could sell some of the stuff that i was overloaded with but it was just so annoying getting constant very very lucrative offers for for the mirror but i i'm it's just there for looks like my seven second or eight wisdoms will be for sale pardon me seven or eight wisdom scrolls I, it was almost high? a full stack Ooh, you were gonna rip them off no it was like a lifetime supply of exalts lifetime supply of exalts but, but it on wasn't console that. yeah yeah i'm gonna say this every time <laughs> i know people are uh, gonna hate me for it. i'll show I'm you what it looks it. like but congratulations on your solo cell found exalt yep it's gonna sit there till i leave solo cell found unless Sweet. i craft something for fun yeah get a good claw get a good claw anyway so let me suck up scrolls i don't want to pick them up i'm tired of picking up <laughs> scrolls and i know the technology exists we know they can do it so <laughs> it's, it's a good point now they good just point. need to do it so one thing that's really cool is this week in between episode six and and, and now when we're recording episode seven is we actually hit uh, just over 1100 views for Sweet. our for our podcast, which is awesome. I mean, mm -hmm. it's kind of weird. We both didn't really expect that that many people would get into it right off the bat. We knew we were awesome. But this starting awesome. off by reading the dev manifesto. Yeah, the first two episodes were a little dry, a <laughs> little dry. <laughs> But I mean, we enjoyed cool. it. We had a blast and that's yeah. the re main reason we were doing it. It was just for fun. But yeah, yeah, so a big, big thanks to everybody. I mean, that's pretty cool to be at 1100 listens. Yeah. At big episode big. six. That's awesome. I, I saw that there was one or two from New Zealand. So for those, because obviously they're, they're probably listening and they're pining to know what we think and what we're saying. You think since GGG is obviously listening. You think we're big enough to interview anyone we want anytime? Well, I'm always going to say yes. Probably. But I think, I think the answer is obviously. The pro I think our biggest problem is going to be the fact that you, you didn't want them to have a Merry Christmas. <laughs> and I think, that that, I think that's going to come back to bite us. Because if they listen uh -huh. to episode, I think it was five. I think in episode five, you really had it uh -huh. out for them. 
you know? No, it was. Like, you kind of took to them to town. Like, I wanted them to have a great Christmas eh, with the old Atlas. I think I think people heard differently. <laughs> <laughs> You're like sending out these these notes on other social media sites about how I hate them. Just short clips. I, I snipped our part of our interview where you're like, no Christmas for GGG. <laughs> fix, fix my, what is it? Fix my currency. No converting Maps, tab or dash tab or console. Yeah. yeah. You're going to copy and paste me like a Simpsons interview on the Simpsons. So uh, anyway, obviously, of course, of course <laughs> it was but, just a joke, but I thought that was really exciting. And I love that number. I, uh, I feel like I, somebody I actually mentioned that to us too something about them but uh it was really cool to see a couple in new zealand that being said it was probably lovely lovely poe players and listeners in new zealand because we know you exist and you're beautiful yes a big thank you for everyone to help encourage us to keep going this is a lot of fun we're quite enjoying it so thanks for hopefully you're enjoying it too and again don't feel shy about feedback no give us positive feedback only so (laughs) (laughs) has to be you don't write I'm guides we can, we can tell that's true i definitely don't yeah <laughs> i'm i'm I, I try to be as nice as possible on reddit we're not even going to go into reddit if you'll notice i removed it because i love reddit i love i love the oh, moderators did? i didn't even I love notice the people i may have had issues oh think, justin he's growing up i think some of the rules are stupid <laughs> but i shall abide <laughs> that's Good as much you. as you'll get from me yeah, i did want to give one a couple really cool shout outs to some people that have, uh, you know, thrown out some love to us. So we had, I, I, I'm not, I, I'm sorry if I missed some, we had uh summon X gave us a really cool thing saying he's an instant fan of the podcast. Glenn hunt saying, loving the show, keep up the good work. Bearded cyborg, love the pod work podcast guys. Keep the great work up. Oh, he actually said any chance for a crash course on the new Atlas episode. So you bearded cyborg, you were the one that I read it for. This whole episode is dedicated to you. Bearded, bearded cyborg. Wow. wow. Uh, Mary Morjax <laughs> said, looking forward to listening. He actually found us from Wrecker's Bladestorm build. So people do follow them. Uh, I- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, for one, am quite glad you decided to self-promote on the Builder. I'd have not known about this podcast. Ken Smith, great job on the pod, gentlemen. Keep up the good work. Okren, I'm really enjoying the podcast so far. Keep up the great work and happy new year. Thank you, sir, to you too. Cryptics, first time listener of the show and definitely continuing to listen in the future. Bolimons, thanks for the effort on the podcast, guys. Keep up the great work. They're entertaining, entertaining and provide some great extra bits of information on the game while I'm doing my regular runs. Eastern Rabbit says, anyway... I hope you guys have a great new year ahead and hope to hear your podcast soon as I really enjoy it. And then, uh, and then we had Sakatomi who actually gave us two sweet shout outs. His first one was uh, that he's really enjoying the podcast a lot. He's a new player and it's nice to listen to uh, people that are, are also struggling. Cause while we may have been playing for a long time, we're certainly not professional players and you know, hot shots. So we, we but have nobody's better than us. No, not better than us. We are the best, but we struggle. <laughs> obviously uh he he also noted that he had to comment somewhere different because our episode five got removed and he also added for some reason i agree with you sir a (laughs) hundred percent for some very silly reason it was removed. but then he added later on he's really enjoying the show he's been learning a bunch from us thanks for taking time to do this every week and he hopes we both get time to play our own builds sometime which we have which is awesome been, it's yes. been really fun getting to play it and then also doing this it's been a blast i'm really having it fun been. with it so far and thank you for everyone else who posted and gave such encouragement as well in uh, episode six we asked everybody regarding uh, a giveaway that we're doing uh to just tell us what your favorite uh, listen to episode six if you're interested in a giveaway if you're starting with episode seven listen to episode six there's information on a, a giveaway that we're doing for episode eight but we uh, there was people that were responding to it and uh, answering the question, but then also provided us feedback. And so thank you very much for all that, for the advice and uh, for your encouragement. We really appreciate it. Yeah, I think we'll actually add it to the to the show notes for this one as well. So we did talk about in episode six that we were going to do a giveaway coming up in episode eight, where we're giving away one of the three you get to pick from the $60 supporter packs. So you get to pick which one you want on whatever platform you want. The only thing you have to do is hop on to the Reddit post that we'll put on this one as well. 
that goes back right. to the to information from episode six and just tell us what your favorite league was. What, what league? Yeah. I mean, still listen to episode six because it was awesome. But yes, uh, tell us what league was your favorite out of this past year, sort of why. And um, yeah, continue with the feedback, positive or negative, but mostly positive would be great. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, I want you just write a guide once. I but my guide would end at post one. Then post you would one. you wouldn't even you wouldn't even worry about the negative feedback. You'd read it, but I you don't. wouldn't take offense. You get used to it real fast. Oh, I don't worry. Fast. Negative feedback doesn't bother me. I can skip over stuff real easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you skipped over why episode five's thread on Reddit got removed very nicely. Yes, I think so as well. And we're going to leave it at that because yes. we would like to continue to be allowed to post. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, but anyway, it's yeah. so far this this podcast has been a blast. So thanks to everybody who's been listening and giving us some some feedback. And I think that pretty much wraps up episode seven of Forever Exiled, a Path of Exile podcast. I am Justin, a.k.a. Tags. And I'm Tyler, Wrecker of Days. Thank you very much for listening. Yeah, you got it. Don't forget to check out the show notes below for more information about today's episode. You can find us online at www.foreverexiled.com as well as on the tweeters at Forever Exiled 82.